Yo, 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 everybody, welcome back to the motherfucking Minority Sports Report, minority being the keyword, I'm your boy, Big Black, and from that jubilant, celebrating satellite of love, socially distant, but with you in heart, Jay's now coming in hot, coming in hot, hot, we're coming in hot, and we're gonna say... Let me. I'm, I'm gonna drink. I'm gonna drink a little bit of water. Go ahead. Hold on. Let me. Let me get some whistle. My whistle wet, real quick. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let this let this dramatic set in as he drinks his water. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> Fuck Donald Trump, that fat bastard. He's fucking out of here. We're fucking in here. Let's fucking go. Julian went back in time to when we was like seven years old. We got the forty-second president. No, sir. Hey man, I I wish. Oh my god. Fuck Donald Trump. I'm drinking champagne right now. Yeah, fuck Donald Trump. It's been chilling since fucking Tuesday night. So. Yeah. I am. I'm excited. Um, hell yeah. Um, we know we're not a political podcast, so we're not going to spend a lot of time on this. But um, Joe Biden is our next president of these United States. And, um, well, we are going to be a little serious for a moment. I, I do want to talk about something that the president, the current president, is very, very passionate about voter fraud. Yeah. Voter fraud. And if, um, and if you personally have seen voter fraud and uh, would like to report it, I, I, I already did this three times this week. I but they've been they've been very rude to me. Doesn't seem like they're interested. <laughs> uh, I called the voter fraud hotline and I told them what I saw. I saw a bipedal jungle cat, neon pink, <laughs> just rolling in, stealing ballots. Some sort of pink leopard, I want to call him. <laughs> him in the ass too while you do it no Vaseline (laughs) that's fucking great I'm gonna what was that phone number so everybody control that hotline
1-800-895-4152. Now, I've been trying all day, and they've been very busy. Apparently, some pranksters have been calling them. So, good luck. <laughs> oh, that's fucking great. I'm going to put that in our description. <laughs> so, make sure you fucking call this goddamn phone number and tell this asshole to get the fuck out of office because he's a fucking bitch. I saw a tweet that was just a guy playing the losing sound from The Price is Right. <laughs> Honestly, by the time you hear this shit, that hotline's probably going to be shut down. But, yeah, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking hilarious. Oh, oh, this is fucking great. This is great. Oh, uh, yeah. So... It's been a it's been a wild week in the world, um, but we got we got sports to talk about, baby. We definitely do. We got some sports to talk about. Um, man, I'm trying to find this number again. That's so funny. I'm just seeing all these articles about fucking pranks <laughs> going down. It's fucking ah, uh, this is too funny. All right, um, um, all right, sports, right? That's what we're doing? Yeah. Okay, yeah. There was football today. There was a whole slew of football. There was a whole fucking load of football today. I didn't watch a lot of football because I was sleeping and playing Xbox. Because today I just felt like playing video games. And uh, speaking of video games, real quick, real quick. PlayStation 5 comes out November 12th. But more importantly... The new Xbox comes out November 10th, two days before the PlayStation 5. I'm pumped. Am I getting one right now? Hell no. But I keep watching these videos about the PS5 and the new Xbox Series X. And holy shit, the future is here. And regardless of which console you buy and you play on, your brain is going to get melted. And it's going to be good times for all if you can afford it. I mean... Uh, yeah. Right. Let me just. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably I'm probably gonna get a PS5, but it'll definitely be at least next year. I want a PS5 when it's smaller because it is too fucking big. Oh yeah, but that, that's that's what I was talking about. Like to somebody today, I was saying like I was like I was like I always wait a year until after the console's release because a there's gonna be a price drop and b especially with Sony they tend to have a smaller, nicer model. Yes, <laughs> every fucking time. Yeah, but all all shit aside, like I'm not a fanboy. I prefer the Xbox. Um, that's what I'm going with. Julian prefers PlayStation. That's who he's going with, and it's going to be great. And uh, it's going to be great. But you know what the real deal maker for either one of us is? What our friends play, and that's what our friends play. <laughs> yeah, and it's going to be crossplay for this generation. So guess what? It oh. really doesn't matter which one you buy because you'll be able to play with anybody you want. So. Yeah, no. There was a great meme that was when uh, when they were just announcing all the specs for the um, Xbox Series X and uh, PlayStation Five. It was just like, yeah, they talking about all these graphics, but we both know you're just going to be playing Fortnite on this bitch. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking Fortnite! It is a night of fort. But yes, back to sports. Back to sports. You can play Madden on there. Um, check out the new Madden trailer if you haven't. Check out the fucking 2K. No, the new 2K1 trailer. Oh, God, oh. it looks so good. It makes me want to play Madden. Yeah, I will never fucking play Madden. <laughs> right, like, they, this shit is crazy. I showed my mom when she was out here, and she was like, if you didn't tell me this was a video game before you showed me this video, 
I'd be like, what the fuck are we watching? <laughs> why aren't they playing? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Like, why is everybody slightly off? <laughs> right. Like, what is going on? This is a little weird. But yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like uh, Danny Valley shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait. All right. But back to sports. Back to sports. Thursday night football. As is tradition, a Thursday night blowout. Packers beat on the fucking 49ers 34-17. It wasn't that close. It really wasn't that close. It was never that close. But also, like, the the Niners were... I am shocked they fucking played that game. Oh, yeah, they're depleted. Like, it's just... Like, the the Niners were decimated. Like, like, on top of all their other injuries, like, they had had a COVID outbreak, so they didn't practice all week. Yeah. You know, the NFL is a me, shit show. Call me surprised that the NFL is the first one that really fucked this shit up. Oh, of course, man. Um, at at the time of the game, the San Francisco 49ers had 71 players on their active roster, which is bananas because there's 53 guys on an active roster. So they've yeah. almost... Like 12 on injured or 12 or 15, something like that. Like, it's fucking crazy how many players they've gone through. Um, But, yeah, they lost bad. It was three. They only had fucking three points until the fourth quarter. 14, they scored 14 in the fourth. Aaron Rodgers tore it up. Yeah, it was all garbage time. Aaron Rodgers tore it up. You know, when he's mad, like I said, he ain't going to lose. He was pissed off after that fucking. And he's always mad at San Francisco especially because they took um, Alex Smith over him. Right. Yep. So he always he always lights and, him up. Yep. And he and he was a hometown boy, so he he, he was mad. He's a fucking weirdo. He's mad. He, <laughs> Twenty years later, he still holds that against. <laughs> so yeah, that was Thursday. Um, man. I mean, should we talk about the shit early game that we have to talk about because it's my team? I mean, we have to. Yeah, we might as well. I. Uh... <laughs> well, the score was twenty-seven thirty-four. Atlanta versus Denver. Uh, Atlanta won. They almost blew it again. <laughs> almost, almost. I know. I was. You know? Ugh. Oh man! Uh, so the Broncos were down twenty. 21 to 3, I believe, at halftime. Yeah. Or 20 to, uh, 20 yeah, 20 to 3. 20 to 3, I'm sorry. Yeah. 20 to 3 at halftime. And I remember just looking at my friend and being, or looking at my coworker and being like, well, if they were down this much to any other team, I'd say it's over. But. Right. This is the Falcons <laughs> we're talking about. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And they, made, they managed to make a game out of it at the end. Um, it came down to a final drive from the Broncos with under a minute left. But. Yeah. Broncos are bad, man. Yeah. Broncos are a poorly coached team. Yeah. Like, um, and it's it's sad. They have a lot of talent. They have a lot of raw talent. And I think under the right coach, they might be able to turn that into something. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and it's hard for me, too, because it's like I'm watching this coaching carousel, and I understand from players' standpoint, they're like, look, man, I need something consistent for you know, right. three to four years before I'm really good at it. Right. You know? Yep. And um, switching coaches isn't going to facilitate that. But at the same time, I'm like watching the Broncos just plod down the field when, you know, they're two scores down and they're, you know, 
six minutes left on the clock. I'm like, let's get some urgency here, fellas. Yeah. Um, yep. That's a coaching thing. That is that is a coaching thing. hundred percent. Yeah. No, they're poorly coached. Um, it's it's a poorly run organization. That honestly, like it starts at the top. Get rid of John Elway. I've been saying that since I moved to Colorado. <laughs> Get rid of John, and everything will change. Yeah, he bought a Super Bowl, a Super Bowl. But come on. I mean, I, I think honestly, if you broke John Elway's career into three acts, we're in his third act right now, and it's like this is. Like, if we had an actual owner who's like, this is my team, I run it, he would have been fired two seasons ago. Oh, yeah, like, man. There's no question. You know, and I think I think that would have been fair. I would have been like, look, John, we, we love you. We will always love you. You know, Colorado will always love you for what you've done. Yeah, but it's time to go. GM and, yeah, but, like, man, we need somebody else picking fucking quarterbacks because this shit is not working out. No, it ain't. It's You've overstayed your welcome. It's time to go. We love you. Go somewhere. No, and it, like he he got he the reason we have that that third Super Bowl ring is because John Elway brought Peyton Manning. And he's the reason Peyton Manning came here. And I will never take that away from him. Right, right. No, but no also, doubt. That was fucking five years ago and what have you done for me lately? Exactly. The Nuggets are on fire, boy. Um every yeah, team are on fire. Avalanche look good. The Rockies are Rockies are gonna Rockies. <laughs> yeah, right, right, exactly. But the Broncos, man, they have regressed hard. Um, no, and, and it's like it's it's hard to like explain. Like I was talking to my dad about it, and he was like, "Why are you getting so mad?" I was like, "I'm sick of seeing them lose." He's like, "They've been bad before." I was like, "Not really in my lifetime, though." <laughs> yeah, no, that's true, brother. That's true. They've always been relevant like, and contenders. Yeah, yeah, the, just like you know, they might not, they might not be world beaters, but, like, they were pretty much always in the playoffs, or oh, yeah. at least in the hunt. Oh, yeah. The Broncos were my favorite team before I really started paying attention to, uh... Yeah, and it's one of those things where it's just, like, now I'm just, like, I've had five years, and this, this, this like, I'm, I'm used to this from the fucking Rockies. Yeah. Yup. But, yeah, man, this is not, it's not a good look. Who knows when the hemorrhaging no. will stop. Yeah, I don't, I, you know, fire John L.A., but fire John L.A., I don't know if, I, if firing San Diego is the answer. I don't know if that's the answer or he just needs to fucking just, like, change something in his coaching style. All right, how long has how long has he been the GM here, John Elway? Um, John Elway? Yeah. Since at least 2014, I want to say. Okay, and you because have... he was the, he was the... I mean, technically, he's the president of football operations. Right, 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 and right. And for a while, we had a president of football operations and a GM, and that was like two or three years. The point is, he's gotten the the Broncos have made it to the Super Bowl twice, and it's literally only because of Peyton Manning. Um, first time was a major blowout. Why? Terrible coaching. Second time. The players were like, fuck that. <laughs> we're not letting these motherfuckers coach us bad, you know? And then they... Well, I also think Gary Kubiak's a better coach than John Fogg. He, yeah, he is. But again, bad coaching. Bad coaching yeah. is the fucking consistent theme here with the Broncos. Bad coaching and terrible QB picks. Um, wide receivers are fine. 
Defense is always fine. Oh, it's just a quarterback. Good, good raw talent. Like I, I'm still. I don't know about Drew Locke because there are times when I'm like, "Bitch, he's a bust. He's fucking bust." And then, like the last two fourth quarters, he's looked great. Yeah, he's fine, man. But he can't tie a full game together, and that's. I think that's down to coaching. So frustrating. I think it's down to coaching. But anyways, we spent too much time. Yeah. On this team. Yeah. Fuck this team. I don't know. Maybe they'll become a fucking. No, not a Tampa fan. I don't know. No, you'll still be a Broncos fan, and it's fine. I'll always be a Broncos fan. I'll just hate it. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, the Texans beat the Jaguars 27 25. The New York Giants beat the Washington football team 23 20. My uh, my giant fan friend texted me today. He's like, "New York's never going to get the number one pick because they're always going to win two games against Washington." <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking true. That's fucking funny. I like that. I like that a lot. The Ravens beat the Colts twenty four to ten. The Vikings beat the Lions oh my God, did you see thirty-four to twenty. Philip Rivers attempting to tackle that guy. No, I didn't see it. All I saw was um, him looking sad like Tom Brady. He's, he's straight up on his back like a turtle, and a guy just jumps over him, and he kind of like feebly like grabs at his feet. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so pathetic. <laughs> yeah, man, Ugh, they did not do well for me today. Um, like I said, the Vikings beat the Lions 34-20. to The Titans beat the Bears 24-17. The Chiefs barely beat the Panthers 33-31. Uh, it's strange to me that Tennessee is like a legit team. It's crazy what a like, change at coach and quarterback can do. <laughs> it's yeah, crazy. and it's Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, this isn't fucking Kurt Warner with his second career with the Rams. I know. Uh, <laughs> fucking shit. What is their record? I mean, they're only three and six, though, so it's not that bad. No, I know, but it's still like. It's one of those things where it's just like, you know, the Titans are going to make the playoffs. There's no question. Yeah, they probably will. Oh, my God, the Jets still haven't won a game. I know, but here we go. The Bills beat the Seahawks 44-34. The Raiders beat the Chargers 31-26. The Dolph- that was like a rough game for me. Because I didn't know. I, I wanted the Chargers to win just because I'm sick of people being like, Las Vegas is real. Yeah. I'm like, no, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> they're not. The Dolphins beat the Cardinals 34-31. The Steelers beat the Cowboys 24-19. The Steelers are undefeated for the first time, or 8-0 for the first time in their franchise history, which is pretty crazy because they always have been pretty good. Um, I can't wait for them to run into that wall that is Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes. It's going to be great. The (laughs) Sunday Night Football which was supposed to be a fucking, you know, a slobber knocker. Uh, Saints smashed on the fucking Bucks, 38-3. to Bad. Tommy Boy had no touchdowns. He got me like one point in fantasy. Jesus Christ. Drew Brees is so washed up. He threw five touchdowns tonight. So goddamn washed up. <laughs> Cannot fucking believe it. That is a, this is a statement from the Saints. 
this is a statement from Drew Brees and the Saints saying we are still in control of this division. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. There's no question about that. Yeah, that was definitely a statement game. It was bad all the way around. Oh, yeah, no, and it's it's definitely it's definitely them being like, hey, Tom, fuck you. Oh, yeah. Like, Tom, system quarterback or what? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> it it looks like... I- no, they they look like they played their first game together. It was bad. Tom Brady. No, it was real bad. Uh, the Saints' defense was just smothering in the secondary, and that allowed them enough time to get to Brady. You think the defenders had money on the game. Uh, almost. That guy's not there anymore. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> you think somebody was paying them to take to hurt somebody? Extra money, you know. <clears throat> <laughs> Then uh, t- for Monday Night Football, oh, um, yeah, there's random news that I'll go over too. Um, but Monday Night Football, we have the Patriots at the Jets. The Patriots better not fucking lose to the fucking Jets. They're both terrible this season. I can see it going either way. Oh, man. I know, I know, you know, I would love it if the Jets get their first win against New England. Oh, my God. I would. I, that would just be so nice. <laughs> you know, with Donald Trump losing, oh. I'm going to say the Jets Donald take this Trump game. Oh. Yeah. Oh. The world needs some fucking W's. <clears throat> so I'm taking the Jets over the Patriots. I can't believe I said that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, riding, I'm riding Sam Darnold until he gets replaced uh, by uh, Taylor, uh, Taylor, Taylor What's-His-Face. <laughs> from Oklahoma this year. And I'm only saying that because Donald Trump lost and people hate the Patriots like they hate Donald Trump. So it would be nice <clears throat> for the rest of the world to see the Patriots lose. But they better not fucking lose. They better not lose. There's no reason the Patriots should lose. No, 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 there isn't. But, yeah. <clears throat> and then uh, starting. Go ahead. Easily the worst team in football. Oh, yeah. And starting week 10, Thursday night, we have the Colts at the Titans. I'm going to pick the Titans. Yeah, I'm taking Titans over the Colts. Um, I think it'll be a good game, though. Philip Rivers, I think, is, you know, he's he's a good quarterback. Yeah, he's good. But, yeah. Uh, homeboy Baker Mayfield had tested or was put on the COVID list this week. Um, the Jets found <laughs> cameras in the smoke detectors in their locker room, which is crazy as shit. What? Yeah, I'm trying to find the article. I meant to send that to you guys yesterday night. Uh, Holy shit, that is... What? Yeah. Hold on, let me see. <laughs> Jets. Did you see Family Guy last week? I haven't watched Family Guy since my baby has been alive. So six months it's been a yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. But there no, was a joke about like uh, watching Tom Brady uh, shower, and they're like hiding in Tom Brady's locker. <laughs> and Lois is like, Peter's like watching his penis and is like, yeah, yeah. And, and Lois just turns around and goes, "There's a Trump hat in here." <laughs> Dog is fucking crazy. <laughs> and Peter goes. Ignore it. Ignore it. Just look at the penis. <laughs> so I guess it says the cameras were installed in 28, 2008 
for security reasons, but the players didn't know about it. And they complained to the NFLPA, which is the Players Association. And they're saying it is a breach of uh, the collective bargaining agreement, whereas the the NFL saying it isn't a breach of that. Um, The footage is kept on. illegal to have cameras in your fucking locker room yeah <laughs> the footage is retained on a rolling basis for 30 days and it's only reviewed by members of security department and only on as an as need basis in response to reported theft or unauthorized access to facilities that's oh my god <laughs> yeah uh, right bro right Right. Gross. It's gross. At the least, it is fucking gross. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fuck that. Um, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> yeah, so that shit was crazy. Why would you even do that? <laughs> uh, dude, that's why I don't fucking know, man. I don't fucking know. It's like, wow, that shit is crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. <sighs> Oh, yeah. And then we had um, uh, lots of teams got fined. The Raiders got fined a fuck ton of money for breaking. Um, oh, yeah. The Raiders lost a six-round draft pick. Yep. They lost a six-round draft pick. And I want to say $250,000 in team fines. And then John Gruden got like a $100,000 fine for not following COVID protocols. And the Steelers also got fined. Uh, Mike Tomlin got fined personally because I guess he wasn't wearing his mask throughout the game. Yeah. They're not fucking around with this shit because they're fucking around with this shit, you know? Uh, fucking NFL, man. Yeah, because they can't afford to move any of the fucking games. Right, dog. It's, it's fucking dumb. The NFL is a fucking shit show. And uh, most of us are too occupied to really see it. Honestly. They're just putting everyone at danger. In danger. Uh, players. Fans. It's fucking stupid. It's fucking dumb. We're about to throw at this game. Hey yo, hey Skameroo, let's go snatch us some picnic basket. <laughs> what up, baby? What's going on, man? Ah, uh, that came out of nowhere. Chilling, bro. Yeah, <laughs> oh goddamn! I just choked on some water. <clears throat> so excuse me, but uh, I'm all right. How are you, brother? Doing all right, man. Had a pretty good week. <clears throat> Some new system of the down for the first time in years. Oh yeah, new president. Yeah, good weekend of wrestling with the pay per view. Yes, we had, we did. I did not watch Full Gear because my ass was sleeping. So uh, let's uh, yeah jump in with the UFC that was yesterday. Yeah, not the greatest card in the world. No, uh, but we're mostly going to talk about full gear, so we'll kind of run through this shit. Yep. Uh, this one it was uh, UFC on ESPN 17 or UFC Vegas 13, depending on where you look it up. <laughs> uh, this card was opened up with Yan Zayn Zayn. I don't even know. Zion. I didn't want. Yeah, I don't know how to say. It. I think she's a Chinese. Oh, okay. China, that China invasion, like that. Uh, Wiley Zhang. Yeah. Uh, she defeated Claudia Gadea by unanimous decision, which I was kind of surprised by that. 
Uh, but I seen that girl Jan's record. She's like 13 and one or some shit. Damn. And the one win was like a no contest, so she probably got disqualified for some bullshit. Yeah, boy. A punch to uh, the dick. No, sir. <laughs> uh, next fight was uh, Gaiga Chickadees defeating James Crow Simmons by uh, the TKO. Kicked him in the head and then punched him until the ref saved him in the first round. Damn. We were supposed to have Ian Heinish taking on Brendan Allen, but that got canceled early Saturday because Heinish tested positive for COVID. Man. Yep. Uh, then we had Rayoni Barcelos defeating Khalid or Khalid. I don't know how he pronounces it. Uh, the last name was Taha by unanimous decision. Uh, then we had Andre Olovsky, who I was surprised was still fighting. He got a unanimous decision win over Tanner Bozer. And then the main event was Glover Teixeira defeating Tiago Santos by submission. Apparently hit him off with a rear naked choke. But yeah, I didn't watch that. <clears throat> so yeah, I watched the co-main in the main, bro. Yeah, it, I watched the co-main, but I bailed on the main. Yo, it took these fools ten fucking minutes to come out, um, for the main card. Like it was me, really? yeah, me, Cortez, and Aaron were still in a party. Dante had left too, and. We're just talking shit like, all right, cool. This should be a good main card, whatever, whatever, you know. Nigga, I fall asleep on the couch. I wake up. It's coming back from a commercial. Um, Tiago's walking out. I'm like, cool. All right, we're about to get started. Nigga, I fall asleep again <laughs> on my couch, bro. <laughs> this fool still ain't come out, dog. I wow. fucking fall back asleep, wake up. Because Cortez is like, what the fuck is taking him so long? And I was like, nigga, it, it literally took them 10 minutes to... Uh, wow. it, it, it was something happened behind the scenes. I don't know. That's what I was thinking. I was like, maybe they had to stretch it for TV time or something. But I'm like, man, yeah. that was fucking stupid. I mean, it's not like they only had one ball, but they missed the whole fight. Oh, yeah, that's so that right. might be why they had to stretch it. Yeah, I was going to say, because it was only that one actual finish in the first round. Everything else was decisions. But yeah, they, they lost the fight, so that's probably why they had to stretch a bit. Yep, fuck it. it was Did all right. you end up watching the fight? Yeah, I watched it. I watched it. It was pretty good. Um, <laughs> ah, shit, I just forgot his name. Texera or Yeah, uh, Texera. Glover. Glover, yeah. He's uh, still a beast on the ground, but every time he stood up, man, he got rocked. Like, he was yeah. about to get his ass killed. Yeah, Santos got heavy hands too, so he's dangerous on the on the feet. Yeah, it was it was alright. It's not crazy. Yeah, so that was uh, UFC on ESPN seven or UFC Vegas thirteen. Vegas thirteen. We're riding with Vegas thirteen because it's a shorter hashtag. Yeah, that was there. <laughs> I think that was the UFC's official hashtag too. So um, we had uh, Dynamite on Wednesday. Uh, there was supposed to be a Scorpio Sky Sean Spears match, but that got canceled because uh, apparently Scorpio Sky was in contact with someone who tested positive for COVID. Oh shit! So they kept them off the show as a precaution. Yeah, uh, the yeah. show opened up with MJF and Wardlow taking on Sammy Guevara and uh, Ortiz. 
probably because remember Sammy Guevara and Ortiz didn't want MJF and Wardlow in the inner circle. Yep. So this is the match to just deal with that beef. Uh, so MJF and Wardlow won that one, like I said. Next one was Miro defeating Trent. Mm-hmm. Because uh, they still got that best friends and uh, Miro and Kip Sabian beef going on. And then we had the Young Bucks taking on Private Party. Uh, Young Bucks got the win in that one. <coughs> we had the Moxley Eddie Kingston face off, where they just added more to the story for full gear about it. Like, yeah, their their past and knowing each other for so long and knowing each other's moms and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Got real personal. Real personal. Yeah, made good on the pay per view. Like it definitely helped. It. Oh, absolutely. Uh, after that, we had Nyla Rose defeating Red Velvet. And then in the main event for Dynamite was the Nightmare Family. Um, well, the new members of the Nightmare Family, the Gun Club with Cody, taking on the Dark Order, which was uh, Ten, John Silver, and Cole Cabana. Yeah, that was a good match. And I said Nightmare Family won that one, right? Yep. Okay. That was when we uh, found out that fucking Billy Gunn is 57 years old. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we were like, he's got to be in his mid forties. Nah, that nigga's in nah, his late fifties. <laughs> shit is crazy. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so jumping forward to the pay per view last night, Saturday night, uh, we had the buy in, which was um, the NWA Women's Championship. Serena Deeb taking on Allison K. Uh, Serena Deeb ended up winning that one. She uh, locked her up in a of course. Which yeah, she calls the Serenity Lock. Okay. Which is, um, I don't know if you remember this old school, the Tequila Sunrise. I do, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, it's like a modified version of that. Okay. That's how she got the win. And then after the match, Thunder Rosa, who she recently beat for the belt, came out and had a little face off with her. Huh. And then uh, jumping into the pay per view, uh, they mentioned that it was also Tony Schiavone's birthday. Oh no, that's cool. I just uh I didn't I thought Thunder Rosa was like officially gonna be on the WWE side of things, so that's interesting. Yeah, that's what I thought. That was the rumor going around and so I was surprised that she came out. Um so yeah, I don't yeah. Yeah, yeah. Probably keep that rivalry going. Hell yeah, that'd be good because I thought that it was too abrupt. But yeah. we'll see. I would have liked to have seen that NWA match. I might try to look that up at some point. Oh yeah. You know it's going to be good. Yeah. See how she lost it. <clears throat> uh, but they kicked off the pay-per-view with the world title eliminator final. It's Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page. Um, one thing I'm, when I was watching it today, re-watching it, because we missed the beginning last night, um, they mentioned Kenny Omega was almost drafted to the NHL as a goalie when he was like 16. Oh yeah, I actually I read about that a few weeks ago, and I wanted to bring that up while hockey was still going, but I totally yeah, forgot. I did. That was pretty cool. Yeah, and it's um, it's crazy because <laughs> some athletes are just good at yeah. whatever they decide to do, you know. And and I found out his name, his real name is Tyson. Tyson, Tyson, Tyson Chicken. No, I think it's like Tyson Smith or some shit. Basic as fuck. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Kenny Omega was able to win this great match uh, with a one-winged angel. They were basically going back and forth the entire time, uh, beating the shit out of each other. 
but Kenny Omega got the win, so he moves on and will get a, a title shot against the winner of uh, Moxley Kingston, which was the main event for this pay-per-view. Yeah. Uh, the next matchup was Orange Cassidy and John Silver. Uh, oh, this match yeah. was uh, actually it had a few funny, mo- like real funny moments. You know, Orange Cassidy does the hands in his pockets thing. Mm-hmm. John Silver was telling it like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was kicking. It was like that doesn't even hurt. Why do you keep doing it? It doesn't even hurt. That's so stupid. That's uh, fine. The, the two of them were pretty good in that shit. It was very entertaining. Uh, Orange Cassidy was able to win it. He hit him with the uh, orange punch and then the beach breaker the yeah. like backdrop shit that he does yeah. uh, so that's how he got the win and the best friends came out to celebrate with him I was surprised no Dark Order beat down at the end yep uh, then in matches great match was the TNT championship match Darby Allen taking on Cody Rhodes and, uh, yeah, I was totally surprised that they gave Darby Allen the win. Me too. I got to go back and watch fantastic. those first three matches. I mean, I got to go back and watch all of them. I'm watching the yeah. Omega and uh, Hangman Page match right now. But, yeah, I was surprised too. I'm glad that they gave it to um, Darby Allen. Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a fun guy to watch wrestle. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, he ended up it went, uh, at the beginning of the match. He came out on top of the car. That was somebody was driving. Somebody had like the face paint just like him and was driving him in, and uh, he smashed the windshield with the skateboard before he went to the ring. A um, couple little spots. He hits uh, Cody hit Darby with the fucking crossroads off the top rope. Oh man, pretty nasty. Um, Cody tried to set up the crossroads again, but Darby slipped out and like did a, a sneaky little roll up hit. And then Cody reversed it, Darby reversed it, kind of went back and forth. And on the final one, Darby was able to get the, the sneaky pin for the win. And uh, yeah, won the belt. After the, um, after the match, Cody took the belt, dropped to a knee, and like, presented it to Darby as the crowd chanted, you deserve it, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, no, that was good. It was really good. I was yeah. very p- surprised and... Uh, it was a nice moment until Team Taz came out. Well, <laughs> just Taz came out. At Taz this came point. out talking Started shit. Talking shit. Um, called them some kind of bitches. Told them to get to the back of some shit. Um, and basically, it was just a distraction because Brian Cage and Ricky Starks attacked them from behind. Uh, beat the shit out of them. Took uh, Darby over to one of the like set pieces and threw him through it. Then they took him to the car that he came out on. And we're going to slam his arm in the car door. Uh, but Will Hobbs came out with a chair and chased off Team Taz to save everybody. William Hobbs. Let's go, boy. Hey, Will Hobbs. Yeah, I think it's Jack, too. Yeah. Uh, next up, they had uh, an interview with Dustin Rose and QT Marshall, members of the Nightmare family. Uh, still dealing with that whole butcher and the blade beef with the bunny. So Dustin was all pissed off and challenged them to a bunkhouse match, which um, I had to look up because I had never heard of that shit before. Yeah, what is it? From Do what tell. I've seen, Do tell. From what I've read, if this is correct, it's just basically a no DQ, no count out match. Okay. Um, but like depending on where it is, they have different stipulations. 
they also refer to it as like a hardcore, like a hardcore match, a street fight, or a death match. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. So basically, we should see some crazy shit. Yeah, lots of blood. Uh, next match up is your home girl, Hikaru Shida. Hikaru Shida, yeah. AEW Women's Championship against Nyla Rose. That was a good match. And uh, yeah, great match. Really fucking um, good. Nyla was working on Sheeta's knee. That kind of got hurt in the match. Um, one thing I see, I never seen before. Nyla Rose wrapped her up in like the framing of the actual ring itself. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Yeah, never seen anybody do that shit before. Um, Sheeta got Nyla up in the suplex. That was a little shocking to see her, especially with the whole like quote unquote hurt knee. Yeah, lifting her up. Yeah, the suplex was like, great. Like you said when we were watching the kind of like a Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant moment. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't that drastic, but it definitely had that remnants of it. Yeah. Uh, the crazy shit uh, was uh, Sheeta hit Nyla with the Falcon Arrow off the top rope. That shit was dope too. But uh, instead of holding on for the pitch, he picked her up at two. Yeah. But uh, Sheeta was able to get the win after like four knee strikes. Uh, which they call the the Tamashi. The Tamashi? Yeah. Uh, well, okay. Yeah, I think it was Tamashi, not Tamoshi. Uh, okay. But yeah, hit him, she hit him with like four or five of those. Hell yeah. And, uh, that's how she got the win. After the match, she uh, walked off with the belt after celebrating a bit. And then uh, Vicky started screaming at Nyla Rose. Nyla kind of started getting back into Vicky's face screaming back at her Vicky slapped the fucking dog shit out of her and called the <laughs> and walked off the dog shit she <laughs> <laughs> uh, was funny uh, after that we had another great match for the AEW Tag Team Championship it was the Young Bucks and FTR and the Young Bucks were able to get the win um, they had Tully Blanchard band in from the ringside area so that definitely helped um, they yep. kept focusing on Matt Jackson's leg because he was telling the quote unquote injury, ankle injury that he got um, last week but in real life he fucked up his knee months ago so they're just playing that along um, and that was like a big focus of the match just like isolating him out and fucking his knee up yeah it was good though yeah, uh, at the end, Cash Wheeler tried to go for a 450 splash off the top, but missed. And then Matt Jackson was able to hit him with a super kick with the bad leg. So, of course, that had to come into play. Mm-hmm. Um, hit him with that super kick and was able to get the pin. And that's how they got the win. Uh, so they don't have to worry about no longer going for the belts because they are the champions. They had that stupid stipulation that I knew was never going to fly. Of course. Uh, but yeah, after that, Kenny Omega came out to celebrate with the Young Bucks. Um, so did Hangman, but he kind of was a creep and just stayed in the shadows of the tunnel, <laughs> drinking his beer. So <laughs> <laughs> was weird, mad creepy. He's mad emo about it. <laughs> uh, next, we had the ultimate deletion match. So oh, yeah. Sammy Guevara. That's a wild. Was, uh, it's like a cinematic style match because they did it in Matt Hardy's house in North Carolina um, but not like in his house it was in, basically in the woods 
around his house. Yeah. It was a random ring in the middle of the woods. <laughs> uh, but it started off with um, Hardy making a phone call saying that he felt like he was going to be outnumbered at some point. So, like, telling people just to be ready. Uh, but they didn't say who it was. Sammy ended up rolling up in a fucking golf cart. And then uh, we had the, the drone do a, like a hologram projection of Hardy. They fucking spent some cash on the graphics. Yeah, I know. He's like a giant, giant-sized yeah. Matt Hardy. It was funny. And then uh, the real Matt Hardy came out of nowhere with a monster truck and crushed the shit out of Sammy's golf cart. <laughs> okay. And, uh, <laughs> this is why not? And they started fighting in that ring that was in the, like, randomly in the middle of the, in the woods. Uh, Santana and Ortiz came out and interfered, of course. And um, <laughs> so that's when Hardy pulled out a walkie-talkie from nowhere. I think it was under the ring. Yeah, it was under the ring. There. And um, called in Private Party, who showed up and uh, started helping him out. At one point, Hardy busted out some Roman candles, started shooting it at everybody in the ring. Everybody was, like, ducking down in the ring, getting all scared. Yeah. And then him and Matt had a Roman candle fight in the middle of the woods, which didn't seem safe. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but like uh, North Carolina, recently. it's kind of wet though, so yeah, it's high. I hope so. Um, <laughs> what happened after that? Oh yeah, Sammy fell in some mud. Um, fucking Gangrel came out of nowhere with Hurricane <laughs> Helms tied up. <laughs> fucking Gangrel, bro. <laughs> he said that he was. Um, Matt Hardy's mentor and that he was Sammy Guevara's first mentor but he chose Sammy over Matt and that's why he was there doing whatever he was doing with Hurricane Helms uh, but Matt was able to free Hurricane and uh, yeah they just Matt Hardy and Sammy just had their own match like around everything as everybody else was fighting in the ring yeah, yeah it, was, it was dope though yeah it was pretty crazy um, at some point Matt Locks Sammy Guevara in like a huge garage with another ring, ring in it with tons of tables, chairs, ladders, all types of shit. Piano, a fucking casket. There was all kinds of shit in there. Um, so, and then they were playing some like creepy B movie, like horror movie music. Yeah, it was kind of dope. It was. It was pretty funny. Uh, I loved um, it. I loved it. It added to the whole fucking great, shit. Yeah. It was better than just like hearing them breathing and shit <laughs> for real but uh yeah during that uh Sammy Guevara was able to hit I won out before that another thing I've never seen anybody do before Sammy Guevara basically like took apart the turnbuckles and was oh, yeah. Matt Hardy with like the hooks that hooked to the ring posts uh, which I've never seen and then he was choking him with the loose ring ropes yeah <laughs> that shit was wild uh then Sammy was able to hit Hardy with the uh big swanton bomb off a giant ladder that basically went up to the ceiling of the garage shit that they were in and uh, hit Matt Hardy with the swanton through a table um, after that Hardy recovered speared Sammy Guevara out of the ring through a couple of tables they showed Sammy like laying in a puddle of blood in the back of his head showing his head got split open um, Hardy hit him with a chair knocked him down and then smashed the chair on his head as he was laying on the floor and that's how he got the win and he called in private party for some help to take the trash out <laughs> that's they put, right they put Sammy in a trash can and put him in a pickup 
truck and sent them away. Put them in the trash, bro. <laughs> that match was dope. That was. Um, then the next one we, we had was MJF and Chris Jericho. Uh, with the stipulation that if MJF won, he was in the inner circle. Um, this was a really good match between these two. Um, <laughs> they had uh, the one point when MJF pretended like he was going to do one of those like dives through the ropes. Oh, yeah. That's and right. And instead, he like, flipped off the crowd. <laughs> that show's funny. <laughs> and uh, then in retaliation, Jericho, after taking the MJF out like, on the outside of the ring, he took the cameraman's camera put it in MJF's face and gave him the finger everybody stopped like the whole crowd started laughing that shit was funny it was great it was great uh, to end the match Wardlow came out of course he was gonna interfere or somebody was gonna interfere in this match mm-hmm. uh, so it was Wardlow came out with the dynamite diamond ring gave it to MJF MJF tried to hit um, Jericho while the ref was distracted by Wardlow but Jericho was able to duck out of the way Jake Hager came out of nowhere and threw the bat um Chris Jericho's bat to him but uh MJF did a smart thing he just dropped to the mat right as the ref turned around so the ref basically caught Chris Jericho red handed with a bat and an unconscious MJF mm-hmm. he flopped yeah, well, well, Jericho was trying to like plead his case to the ref. MJF rolled him up, stole the win, and uh, yeah, won himself away into the inner circle. Well, him and Wardlow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because um, at the end, Jericho and MJF hugged it out, and then welcomed MJF and Wardlow because um, they didn't really mention that what was going to happen with him, uh, Wardlow. No, if MJF joined. But yeah, like they were saying, dude, Wardlow and fucking Jake Hager in the same squad. Yeah, it's gonna be fucking terrifying. Yeah, but I have a feeling that there's gonna be some kind of backstabbing. Of course. Maybe, hey, maybe MJF takes over the inner circle. I don't know. That'd be pretty crazy. That would be. I mean, he is at some point gonna take over. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh man, that was a great match. Uh, then another fantastic match to end it. Uh, we had the AEW World Championship on the line in an I Quit match. It was uh, John Moxley defending the belt against Eddie Kingston, and this had all kinds of goodies. Uh, we had a barbed wire bat, thumbtacks, <laughs> yes, throwing rubbing alcohol in the wounds, yes. Uh, but yeah, so they yeah beat the shit out of each other. Um, really. Played that personal beef out, and uh, Moxley was able to get the win. He hit him off with the bulldog choke, but it was a special bulldog choke because he had his arm wrapped up barbed wire while he did it. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that shit. <laughs> Eddie Kingston quit, and uh, Moxley retained the belt. And then after that, Kenny Omega came out for a little face-off because he won the um, Eliminator final. So now they're probably going to have a match, I believe, at Revolution. Which I'm, is in... Be my, um, yeah, that's in, that's in February. That's the next pay-per-view they announced. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was the most logical thing. I don't... I mean, yeah. They could defend it on Dynamite because when they say Revolution was... In February. December? It's in February. Oh, it's in February? Yeah. Oh, shit, I thought it was like December, January. Nah. 
Mm, so yeah, maybe they maybe they do it on dynamite. That's what I was saying too. I was like, I was like, damn, February. Uh, that's kind of far away. So we'll have a title yeah. change on dynamite. Yeah. <clears throat> but we'll say, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's why I like AEW because uh, they give us what we want, but not when we want it, and it's tight. Yeah. One thing I stumbled across, um, like those stupid Google news things that pop up based on shit that you look up. Yeah. Looking up wrestling notes for the show, I get all these fucking random reports. Apparently, Sting was in like rumored to be a part of this. Oh, really? No. Yeah. There was rumors that he might have come out to, um, to. do like a face-off thing for the winner of the championship huh. Moxley and Kenny Omega there were rumors that he was going to present the belt to whoever won which eventually would have been Darby Allen. Uh, there was a lot of rumors of how they were going to work him in alright look forward I'm looking forward to seeing Sting then yeah maybe possibly could be bullshit it could be another weird thing during the Kenny Omega match uh, Kenny Omega had some like apparently a per- like a personal friend of his who's an executive for Impact Wrestling, and he was on the announce team. And he's the one who gave the comment about at the Omega getting drafted to the NHL. Um, so I don't know if they have some kind of working relationship with Impact Wrestling now. Huh? I, I wouldn't see why not. Yeah. All so the little guys going against. Keep an eye out on. Yeah. I can see that because it's basically all the indies going against, you know. Yeah, teaming up, going yeah. against the big dogs. Against the Benzo, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's tight, tight, tight. It was a great pay per view. Great yeah. fucking pay per view. Definitely. Uh, then we jumping into the NASCAR championship. Oh, uh, the room! More competing yeah. in the championship. Uh, we had the appropriately named season finale 500. <laughs> <laughs> from Phoenix Raceway. The season finale. Um, not only was this the last champion, well, the last race of the season for the championship, it's Jimmy Johnson's last race. Oh, wow. Seven-time champion. Uh, he might come back for, like, a few races here and there, maybe, like, the road races, because he likes those. But he's retiring as a full-time driver. I think he might do some IndyCar. Oh. Yeah, some big boy racing? today didn't have a bad finish because he came in fifth tight uh, but yeah this race was won by Chase Elliott uh, second place was Brad Kozlowski third place was Joey Logano fourth place was Danny Hamlin like I just said Jimmy Johnson was in fifth and the winner of the championship was Chase Elliott oh uh, he was able to get the win um, I believe this was like his fourth or fifth win of the season and became one of the few father-son pairs to win championships because his dad, Bill Elliott, won the championship back in uh, um, 88 or 89. Damn, ain't that some shit? I, I had no idea his dad yeah. was in the... It was, it was in NASCAR. Right his, I, and I believe his birthday's coming up, too. He's about to be turned 24, and he just won the championship. Wow, fuck that guy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> Yeah, oh, congratulations man. to Chase Elliott. Yeah, congrats on that championship, you young son of a gun. That's Great awesome. Season, man. Five wins, that's big. <laughs> that's great, man. He's he's young as fuck. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's fucking crazy. And I think 
if I remember correctly, I think in the beginning he might have been on the elimination bubble. Hey, he's a fucking champ now. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure one one of his wins was to move him automatically to the next round. I think he was like pretty sure he was in bad shape at one point. Yeah, so the season's over until February when we get the Daytona 500 back again. Daytona. Yeah. That's my shit. Can't wait. I'm already missing it. <laughs> I said I'm already missing it. Oh, I'm sorry. That's all I got, man. I'm sorry your sports are over now. Yep. Also, got to UFC every other weekend. UFC and wrestling. Every Wednesday. Word. So you're banned on Instagram, but not on Twitter. So where can they follow you, guy? Yeah, <laughs> just on Twitter. Because um, I'm off Facebook. I'm off Instagram. Probably not coming back. Uh, both. Uh, follow him on Twitter. That's Game44. That's funny. Yep. I'm probably going to start tweeting now since I have no choice. I know. It's fucking crazy, right? <laughs> oh, man. Word, bro. I appreciate you. We'll talk to you next week. Peace. So follow us all collectively at TMS Report. Follow Julian at Julian C. Mitchell. Follow me. I'm at the Beatnik. Thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Peace. Feeling the pull while I'm watching CNN. President's a racist. When will it CNN? It's difficult to take hate. Think about it. Only a racist will race racist. If you're a black man or you an immigrant that speaks Spanish, you ain't in a safe place. You gotta worry about your life again. Trying to make America white again Grab him by the pussy and he don't like blacks Trump. He don't like Mexicans, he don't like ass But you don't want to hear it if you don't like facts That's Trump again Unless they alternative Fire 45 and Mike Pence Cause they don't make sense We need a better alternative need a better alternative yeah. President, if I'm from a yeah. shithole His speech is venomous This ain't no change.org This what we bang out for We some grown ass men Niggas ain't proud of We the black radical Black magical matadors where they out for stay protected by the status quo These coons try to degrade us White supremacists are shooting at their neighbors Going to marches yelling Jews will not replace us Face it, face 45, set the precedent What we need to do We need to arrest the president I'm tragedy Gaddafi but actually seeing Nazis Rocking their press while informing the people army They're calling me articulate for actually speaking properly About to get a cop in like Rocky Attacking the bureaucracy It's mandatory for a democracy Removing the boot to stay on top of me The Oval Office is a mockery Governing body, we found a cis, a narcissist who's a racist. The flow of the modern government's in a stasis, the cynical illusion. Those who migrate now called an intrusion to this new agenda. So we stand as defenders and protesters calling y'all fascist. And our attitude is quite flammable. Don't come around here waving no matches. Wait, let me turn off the hate. Though it's hard to spread harmony when his policies are for harm. People of color is not a blemish on the face of white America, but his story breeds hysteria, which means wisdom being pulled out the root of the White House. Sort of like a tooth. But do understand we have cis as well. Lyricists here to question your alternative truth. A billionaire, reptilian, and human skin imposter. Allahu Akbar, this is for the Rasa. He's sick mentally, not credible, inherently. So stupid he thought Bitcoin was edible currency. Clown ass president. More of a clown's ass than Ronald McDonald's rump. Look, every person who voted for Donald is not a racist. But every racist who voted probably voted for Donald Trump. A A F R I C A Angola, Soweto, Zimbabwe, Tanzania, Zambia.
wanna get too paid. Your father was Ku Klux. Kevlar body armor, we're ready to suit up. Televise it, cause I don't give too fuck. One, two, three, remove, four, five. 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 We gotta remove the president. It's evident he's negligent. He lacks intelligence needed to be the president. So as a resident and U.S. citizen, I say we vote and I vote to get rid of That's right. There's never been a time I can remember when we had anyone in office that is ignorant. Now we got evidence that he committed treason. We all want him gone. Now we got a reason. How we gonna believe in the country when the leader is a racist bigot and a cheater? The land of the free and the home of the brave. And if Trump have his way, then we all gonna be slaves. And the fact that he's praised by some lets us know that America still has so far to go. Let's hear that. Fuck Trump. So we got this petition track. Nigga, pack your shit. Y'all know this, this Trump POTUS got the whole goddamn world thrown off his focus. Black Earth or not. I don't know if y'all know this. Ain't got nothing to do with how many of y'all voted. Cause these criminals broke it. This ass head was a weapon. Yeah, of mass distraction. An ass weapon is a real call to action. Pay attention to how much money y'all was spending. 90s rap treated Trump like a cash app. Last four years was a smack black. Now we know 55% of the United States is whack. If y'all let this dude come back, we are the unknown cards in the machine of the American dream, but treated like nightmares. And on the podium standing right there is a voice who don't speak for us, who won't seek the trust. We did. Let him tell it he wasn't elected, but anointed. Trying to set a record when it comes to appointed judges under his watch with no face that look like mine. And through my kid's lifetime, there'll be laws etched in stone like grooves. People, let's get together to remove. Four, five, one, two, three, remove. Four, five, one, two, three, remove. Four, five, one, two, three, remove.